No, you stop yelling nonsense at people that aren't really there. All right. This is the mic check. You ready? All right. See that cord seems to be plugged in. All right. Yeah. All right. Yep. Yeah. Oh, it's on. Microphone switch is on. The stand is comfortable height and level. It's good. It's nice and tight. It's not going anywhere. I think this microphone's ready to be used. I'd say that's a successful mic check. Ah, oh, man. Unrequited love. Webster defines the word unrequited as feelings given but not returned, especially pertaining to love. You gross stalker fuck. Why don't you just get the hint already before I call the fucking cops and you'd better stop stealing my fucking underwear? Wow. Webster was a crazy show, wasn't it? Which seems to segue me into one of my literary nerd shower thoughts that I had while I was on hiatus from showers for a bit. Who was I trying to impress? Your mom? Anyway. Do you guys think that Romeo and Juliet would have been the greatest love story history has ever known if Romeo wasn't just the hottest Capulet in all of Verona? If the creep peering and leering through the immaculately manicured shrubbery wasn't in possession of cheekbones that could cure cancer, abs that could both cut diamonds and magically create puppies from the ether, and an ass that just would not quit no matter how terrible the working conditions, below minimum wage paid that he got in pesos, and a glass ceiling that would be better referred to as a glass floor, would we still have the phrase, two of the fairest stars in all the heaven, having some business do entreat her eyes, to twinkle in their spheres till they return, so ingrained in our collective cultural lexicon? Fuck you, that's the line I remember. Everybody remembers the famous one wrong anyway. (sighs) Or... Would it be remembered, or much more likely immediately forgotten, as that play about that fucking scumbag that was stalking that poor Montague girl? Such a pretty girl shouldn't have to deal with such incessantly relentless, unwanted advances. Especially when originating from someone with a creep factor of over 9,000. If you laughed at that, you're a dweeb, and I hold a special place in my heart for you. Now, uh, before I spout... A bunch of uh, faux psychobabble bullshit that would only get me into trouble. Uh, please just allow me to say, if your love seems to fall into the unrequited column, get a hobby. Fill your days with the wonders of butterfly touching, coin watching, and or bird collecting. Living in unrequited territory makes no one's life super cool. You spend your days following her to work, the gym, to her children's school, her mother's grave, while she has to spend her days looking for new routes to work, the gym, her children's school, and the graves of her 12 cats that somehow keep dying mysteriously from chlorine injections. Whether you're an Ahab, a single white female, a Cape Fear, a fully clothed Kathy Bates in misery, or I guess whatever the fuck a swim fan is, I just hope you're hot. Like, you've got a smile that can bring about world peace. Because otherwise, these things tend to not turn out well for you. I mean, have you ever seen Mark Wahlberg in fear? I mean, if so, you know, let me know if it has a happy ending, because I haven't seen it. Here it's good. Okay, no? Do me a favor. Look yourself in the mirror. Say these words sincerely and lovingly. 
I'm good enough. I'm smart enough. And doggone it, people like me. Now, turn on your radio. All right, time to dance. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. All right. Here we go. We're good. 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 You got your notes? You got your notes? Are you you ready to be professional for once, Chris? Chris? (laughs) For once. This will be the one time. Indeed. You guys will never get to do it again again. because I'm a dick and I'm a nonconformist. You know, only posers call themselves nonconformist. You know what? I was thinking about it today, actually. That's kind of it's kind of funny that 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 word popped up because I'm really not really. I'm I'm really not a nonconformist. I'm kind of uh, uh, I don't know a semi-conformist. Think, no, like I, I guess maybe maybe just like the rest of people, we just kind of pick and choose which ones we want to follow. Right, you conform to what you want. You know, you yeah. can be a half chub if you want. That's fine. Yeah, I was thinking about it earlier, though. I was trying to figure out when I decided, because, you know, as a rebellious kid, you're like, oh, fuck that anarchy, you know, fuck everything. I'm going to try to do the exact opposite, and that never works. And then it's you exhausting. just conform into something else. Yeah, so. yeah. It's exhausting to try to, to literally try to do the exact opposite of everything. Uh, yeah, because then you, it's work. It's work just to walk around. It Ugh. is. It's, it's, it's like it's they say, gross. you know, how you flex so many more muscles when you frown. Then, then when right. you smile, it's like extra work to do yeah, bad no, things. It was, really is. I was talking to Melissa about that the other day. She said that, and I was like, well, if you want a buff face, then uh, you should be frowning a lot. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, you know, that's if you get a flex muscles, you should probably do the most of them. Flex. Uh, so, since this is the uh, the part two, the second episode, the numero dos, the um, other words for two, uh-huh. um I think we should just jump right back into the visual of walking up that fucking grandiose staircase that's lined with effigies, the monkey god. And at the top of this staircase is just gigantic fucking statue idol of this monkey god in an Aztec lost city that they aren't known for worshiping. So yeah. I think uh, I think we jump right back in and I'm well, you pass did. it over you. did you. exactly that. That was, that was very... Very well put. Uh, effigy is such a fun word, too, Isn't by it? the way. I oh, really man, like I, that. I learned that junior year in high school. Haven't stopped using it. Yeah, no, it's, it's a good one. It's a good one. I, I am a fan of the thesaurus. Uh, it's it's really nice. And I really should probably use it more often in, mm-hmm. when it comes to you know doing these sorts of things. Because I, sometimes I find myself at a loss for a more colorful word or just a different word that I don't use very often. You, you know what's even a cooler word than effigy is uh, edifice. Yeah, that's a that's an interesting one that for some reason mm. I can never, my brain can never keep a handle on what it actually means. 
I like I like edifice because you can say that you're erecting an edifice, and I like saying <laughs> erecting. So, well, so then. yeah, so that's that. Well, that is that, and apparently, uh, some of these uh, ancient people erected their own effigies. They weren't edifices, edifices, or is it a Oedipus- P or an F? Edipede. Let's oh, go Edipede. Okay. Yeah. Sure. They weren't. They weren't Edipedes. <laughs> or edifices. But they were edifices. Edifices. <clears throat> there is edip. We do this way too much. People are going to think <laughs> we're stupid, Chris. Or no, let me rephrase that. People are going to know that we're stupid, Chris. They're going to know we're stupid. I. <laughs> going to know for sure. I think we're smart until I go back and listen to it oh, again, and then I realize, then it, fuck, how did I? How did I not oh, catch myself saying that dumbass so shit right bad. there? It's so and, bad. Yeah, so as a, as a you know, a, a regular disclaimer that I'm probably going to throw out there. Sorry, kids, you know, we are human and, you know, but we love you anyway. And we hope that uh, you go a little easy on us because, yeah. Speak for yourself, you human scum. Fine, fuck them then. I don't give a shit who likes me or not. I'm just trying to say that I don't mean to sound stupid sometimes when I sound stupid. No one means to sound stupid. Some people well, really yeah, don't give a shit. Yeah, but I yeah. do. All right, so, moving right monkey along. God. Monkey God. Let's get back to the monkey God. Man. In the monkey God. Yeah, yeah this, the monkey God. this temple sounds badass. It sounds like, you know, something right out of Raiders of the Lost Ark or some shit with, you know, everything's fucking, or whatever. Pick an Indiana Jones movie. Where Never the whole thing is dipped in gold and, you know, just goddamn, it's beautiful. In my head, it's beautiful. Does but, someone jump out and start chanting, um, num, shabai? Uh, there may have been pygmies. You Can know? we say yes anyway? Can um, we num, just... shabai. Um, num, shabai. Um, yeah. num, shabai. Mm-hmm. <laughs> While they lose their heart. And, yeah, I mean, why not? It, it seems like a perfectly logical phrase to chant while you're in the middle of any jungle. I, I don't see why not. Or city, or bank, queue, anything. Just... <sighs> you might wind up in a str- in a weird situation if you start doing that in a bank, they or in an airport. They might not, you know. True, just, true. Yeah, just out well, of curiosity. Just don't, like, just don't pull out a gun when you do it. You'll be fine. Okay. Uh, yeah. So he's walking up this uh, this dealy bob, right? And then there's these stuffs. So. Well. I mean, yes Does and no. Does he not walk up the dealy bob? No, he walks up no dealy bob whatsoever, this particular guy. Uh, in actuality, <clears throat> if you'll recall, Jason, from part A of this episode, uh, yeah, he didn't find it. He, he didn't actually find it. And actually, the, this this tale, legend, if you will, uh, about this city of the monkey god is really just all hearsay from the villagers. And the funny thing is that that's all hearsay to them because none of this shit was ever written down uh, about this particular culture that they speak of as their ancestors or whatever. But they can't, they, they never actually tell the guy what the name of the culture was or any of that shit, like what, what the what the time frames were or anything. They just said, hey, look, out here somewhere is this this lost city of the monkey god. But if and when you mm. do find it, when you approach said uh, main temple or, or the, the entrance or whatever right, to the right, city, right, right. this is what you're going to see. This is what we were told is out there 
So, yeah, here's hoping, because that's going to be cool. But, you know. So it's all a crock of shit, is what you're saying. Uh, Who knows? I mean, that's why I said in the last episode that it's not even really 100% sure whether or not the quote-unquote white city, La Ciudad Blanca, is the same place as the monkey god, the city of the monkey god. Or exists at all either. No, no, no. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, we still don't know. Either one. Neither one have ever been found when it comes down to it, which is not a spoiler for the rest of this episode because no, it's not going to no. end. No, because we uh, we talked about it last time that it's yeah. just this ridiculous uh, what uh, rubber tree <laughs> place. Or is, yeah. Is that's what he was there for, at least. And it's just this ridiculously dense jungle that's called uh, the uh, what baby Amazon or something like that. Yeah, yeah, the little Amazon. So, yeah, yeah. Just, just, just for the quick recap, since, since you bring it up, yes, it, it is in the little Amazon in Honduras. Um, like we brought up, uh, or like I brought up, Charles Lindbergh did fly over that jungle claiming to have seen a city in the thickets. Uh, that but we was know that white. we can't trust his word because... Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, he's a white supremacist whose baby deserved it. We know that's his favorite color, and he's just going to say everything's white because he wants to go down there and claim it for himself. That's so, right. So, uh, but but you know, I mean, at the time, his his word was fairly credible as far as like, okay, why the fuck would he say that if he didn't actually see it? That's kind of true. a random thing. Absolutely to say, true. That's fair. Yeah, you know. So, but but still, to this day, yes, both of both the the white city and the city of the monkey god are still just legend. Uh, so this guy, though, who we're talking about now here in 1939, Theodore Mord, uh, Mr. Mord was the journalist, and he went in and said, "Fuck that! I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna find whatever." Uh, he did actually wind up finding some artifacts. And stuff like that. You know, he brought some stuff back, but... I mean, anything cool that really told him anything about something that no one knew before, or just, like, here's an arrowhead? Kind of uh, no, there's a few There's a few little pieces that um, <clears throat> are uh, or have been displayed in uh, museums and such that I want to say, if I, if I remember what I read correctly, none of what he found was Mayan. Okay. Uh, Even though the Mayan had made, you remember I mentioned the Mayan did make their way down to Honduras, but it wasn't the first culture to have built anything there. Right. Right. So they were posers. The Mayan were posers for these other cats, really. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah, and and they just took it to a whole nother level, including the Home Nam Shabai. They they went there with it. That was them, son of a bitch. And we don't no, know. No, it wasn't. No, that no, was in no. India. That was in India. Was, yeah, yeah. But those no, sons still, of bitches. Uh, still, we don't know though what this other culture was about. This, this pre-Mayan civilization was. I about. think they were all about like chilling. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I mean it was all seem about. That way. They just like cocked their hats to the side and like sat on the porch and had a beer. I and, mean, they, uh, they made some pots. They made some artwork. Yeah. I, I, that's what I like to believe, is that they were just all about chilling. You know, I would say that if if humans like you and I were, would have been the ones to uh, be around back in the day before 
you know, shit was all saturated and there was such a thing as a market, I, I don't I don't think we would have expanded I, humanity much. I just think everything <laughs> be would honest. be covered. I just think that everything would be covered in semen. Like, <laughs> I think we're, we're we're pretty cool and all, but uh, yeah, I, 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 I'm not so sure we would have expanded humanity much. Like, no. I don't see me sitting around coming up not, with. No, I'm not going to build a house. I'm nah. not going to make a machine that builds a house. I'm not going to. I mean, I'll I'll laugh at the people that are trying to build a house and tell them that they're doing it wrong, but that's about it. Yeah, see, yeah. I mean, I could see, I could see taking somebody else's idea, being like, "Hey, that's a pretty cool house," but I see ways I could do it better, and then going and getting that guy to do it my way. That's right. That's me. right. I will pay you to do this, <laughs> and then after he does it, you don't pay him. No, back then, then you could he, just kill people and get away with it. Yeah, I mean, back then on. you could just, uh, yeah, exactly. All you had to say was like, "He's a witch." He's a witch, and then you, you cut his heart out. Oh, way so before you, that, you you just say fuck that guy and kill him with a rock, and then take his woman without okay. even having a clubber okay. over the head first. That's that is so insensitive, Chris. Oh, you want to hear insensitive? No, I don't. Why no, do why absolutely. do cavemen drag their women by the hair? Is this a joke you're telling me? Are yeah. you setting up? A why do no, X? Well, I wasn't, but I, I'm telling the joke now. Oh, son of a bitch! Why? Why do they do it? Because if they drag them by the feet, they fill up with sand. Oh God damn you! So, <laughs> the email address is see no hear no speak no pod at gmail dot com, and yell at Chris please, because <laughs> he deserves it. Okay. There's probably far more than that. And as you get to know Chris, I'm sure you'll have more to say. Uh, so, anyway, this guy brings back some pieces, uh, some artifacts and such. Mr. Mord. And, uh, <clears throat> like I said, though, we, we, I, don't, I don't recall 100%, so don't quote me. I'm probably lying. But if, uh, yeah, I believe he brought back some pre-Mayan artifacts. So okay. these things are pretty cool, none of which was found in any kind of structure or anything like that. They don't actually really go, I've read several articles, they don't actually really go into, like, the part of his story uh, about how and where and, you know, oh, the Gotcha, gotcha. The so he could have just, like, bought them off some some guys. Well, I mean, you know, they, they, there's that whole scientific process thing that people that that in this case people are bitching about rightfully so because it wasn't followed exactly you don't just go out there and start taking shit without right. documenting where everything. and when and how and why every fucking yeah. thing right Absolutely. so yeah yeah so so at that point you know when you show up and you 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 call a press conference and you call all these fucking people there who are the to-dos uh you know and you fucking tell them this whole big old fantastical story uh, they're gonna want to know what what all the actual specifications on how this came to be. Yeah, right. your He's story's just like, cool, but, man. But but uh, I have but I have this stuff. Prove I have, it. But, I mean, I. And then there's a guy over in the corner with a top hat and monocle, and he's just having none of it. Man, he's having none of it. I had to use monocle glue for this. <sighs> I like that word too. I think it's fun. What monocle glue? No, just monocle. Oh, because monocle glue is hard to say, but it's fun to say. Monocle I'd glue. Say it. Right, isn't it? Doesn't it just feel good rolling around in your mouth? Monocle glue. It does. It, it has a nice, a nice little fun. Okay, so 
So PT Moneybags drops his monocle and storms out because fuck this dude, he didn't do anything that he was supposed to do to to show us these things. No, 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 no. I mean, there, there's no PT Moneybags in this in this scenario. This is just really just mainstream archaeology and and and. Them. What do you think funds archaeology if not the Monopoly Man? Okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, good good call, but you know, in this case, this is a journalist who funded his own expedition. Oh. So yeah. that's why it sucked. Yeah, and he well, and he comes back. Uh, he was gone for months, dude. This guy had cheese. He had. He, he was the one. He was the one that got lost, right? And then just came across it. No, 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 no. Now, see that guy. That guy was. That guy was just a story that had been told to him. Oh, so he. Oh, while he oh. was out, as as they were, as he had the locals as guides, taking him in the boat down the river and shit. You know, uh, they were telling him a story about their ancestors telling them stories about the city of the monkey god. And in during that time, uh, if I'm not, let me look through my notes so I'm not going to fucking sound stupid and contradict myself what I was saying earlier. Um, uh, mm, yeah. Who got well, caught up in the rubber tree? Who got caught up in the rubber tree? It just sounds like a like a seventies folk song. I, okay, actually no, that was uh that was nineteen twenty seven. That was uh, Edward Conzimius, Conzimius, the ethnographer from Luxembourg. That was Luxembourg. the guy. That was the guy. He did, he's not the one who actually got lost in the jungle, but he was the guy who actually basically coined the name La Ciudad uh, Blanca, gotcha, and gotcha, he gotcha. said that that, that where this comes from that, that 25 years previously a dude found it while being lost in the jungle looking for rubber trees uh, and yeah so but, he was like i wasn't the dumbass i swear but even that guy couldn't tell anybody where it was right because he didn't <clears throat> so know because he made it up right well at the fresh maybe he heard Lindbergh's story i don't know this is several years in between this but uh, now, given another 12 years later, this dude, Theo Mord, comes back, right? And so, like I say, he, he calls his big-ass press conference, tells them that he found the lost city of the monkey god. He tells them this whole giant fucking story that's so vivid and, you know, just exactly what you would want to see in a movie about this situation. But... Right. Like I said, he only brings back a few artifacts that he could carry, and when asked where this place was, he 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 basically avoided the question. He beat around the bush uh, in the in the you know in the attempts to to get people to understand. Look, I'm not. I don't want to tell you where it is because I want to go back with my own party and 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 people and start excavating because myself. that is how archaeology works chris well you sure. keep it a secret sure and that makes keep perfect sense but it's not much of a secret if you're calling a fucking press conference no so you're kind I mean, of defeating he, your own purpose uh, looking I mean, instead for glory. of that next time he should just get a blowjob and then go back mm-hmm. he, he gets his self-gratification and then he can go back and look for the shit and come back when he's ready mm-hmm mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, so these pieces actually are being displayed in the Smithsonian, or at least have been displayed in the Smithsonian. The ones so they, that, they that are found. they are um, actual like pre Mayan um, 
they're the artifacts. Yeah. They are for real things yeah. that he got somehow. Indeed. Well, that's really interesting. Do any of it them is. have giant boobs or penises? I imagine there's at least one decent I mean, size cock right? of the bunch, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't have, I mean, yeah, it, it, you, it was a big deal. And you can't have an episode of this show without talking about at least one giant... Okay, let's go. Let's keep going. What, what happens next? Uh, so this guy's story actually continues just a little bit. Um, <clears throat> there is actually some speculation upon this guy's story. That he was uh, a liar? Uh, well, yeah, of course that he was a liar, sure. But but the, the reason that... Okay, so let, let me just... Uh, I'll break it down this way. A few years prior to his story... What movie came out? Big, big uh, movie that goes along with this whole scenario type of scene. Uh, uh, for, I forgot what year it was. It was rhetorical. It, it was actually King Kong. King Kong oh. came out. Oh, well, you can't ask a question and then not want me... Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> it was I, I was thinking, I was like, should I know this? Is no. Chris actually asking me this? I really did not expect you to know this, no. Uh, okay. So, yeah, so so you got King Kong, and you think about the situations and stuff that happens in King Kong, and, and then you get, uh, you know, archaeology really is is still fairly infant. I yeah, mean, absolutely. it's 1939, but the, the technology isn't there. You know, they, they know a lot more about how to dig shit up without fucking it up, but that's basically all it is right. you know, at this point. <clears throat> so... Um, so yeah, there's, there was a boom about it. Once, once everybody, all the normal people start catching on, like, holy shit, look at all these things they're finding. And, you know, you think it's just people digging in, in the dirt, but look at, look at what they're doing. They're uncovering all these dinosaur bones and they're all these fucking ancient artifacts and all this shit. Making all it, this money and... Yeah, and it's Americans doing it too. It's not just, hey, we found a pyramid in Egypt, look. Uh, USA, you know. USA. Well, the, the, thanks to the USA, when they start finding, when they find a trend, goddammit, it, it catches on to the whole com- country. Like, yeah, it's often called a fever within days. It's it's insane. So, That's right. Re- wait, remember, remember when we were in high school and the news insisted that kids were having rainbow parties, where a dude would go to a chick's house and there'd be a bunch of chicks there with different colored lipstick on, and they'd all blow him, and then his dick would look like a rainbow. I never heard anything about that. I was about to ask, what the hell is a rainbow party? It was like a big concern I when I was in high school. Down. I mean, I, not for me. I, I, I was never invited, but um, yeah, apparently. This was, a, uh, this was a real thing? I, I don't know. I, didn't, I never met anybody that did it. I mean, but if the news says it's so, I mean, I mean, the news is infallible, right? A bunch of lucky bastards. Right? Fuck, man. Well, if anything else... The news saying it gave people the idea to do it. Yeah, that happens, too. Yeah. That does happen. So at least one kid gave all kinds of girls herpes. Wow. I know, right? How special. Just to be in his shoes. <sighs> so, <laughs> I digress. The point of that whole shit was just to say that there's some speculation that uh, a lot of this guy's story is is all based on... You know, just piecing shit together and King Kong being a big factor in that this whole, the, 
you know, America's now knows that there's a rainforest. Oh my God. Now we also know <laughs> that archaeology finds things everywhere in the world, not just in the desert or wherever the fuck giant rock structures are sticking out of the ground that you can't miss because they're not buried. Anyway, uh, yeah, so, so that's, a, this is, if people are just basically calling him out, just calling him bullshit. But, Shortly thereafter, he gets back and all this, you know, his name is, a, he, he's basically in everybody's mouths, uh, figuratively Gross, just speaking. just like a rainbow party. <laughs> figuratively speaking, just like a rainbow party. Um, but shortly thereafter, he actually uh, goes to war. He, uh, I thought, no, he, if, he, you, if you say died of dysentery, I'm going to be so happy. That would have been... Well, pretty much. That's what I was going to say. Right along. Shortly later, he died of dysentery. And you can do that in war. It happens. I imagine. Depends on what country you're in. So he went to war for who and where. So he goes to war. um, World War II. He he goes into the service and does his Mm -hmm. duty for his country. He becomes a spy. (laughs) Duty. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) He becomes a spy. And... um, and he's in, he's he's in the war for quite a while. He comes home to all of these critics and all of these people who are basically calling him bullshit, right? And right. and he at this time he he's got to get back into the swing of things and try to figure out how to fund another expedition, <clears throat> or at least that's that's the story. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he gets so disheartened by all of the shit talking and slander or whatever people just not believing him at this point. Cause they've had several years to think about this. Um, right. So cooler heads have prevailed. Yeah. And, uh, in 1954, he hangs himself. Oh yeah. Before he could, uh, you know, Chris, that's sad. Before he could find, before he could go back to the lost city of the monkey god yeah. and find more artifacts that would totally prove that he was totally for real, man. Well, it would totally prove that he's getting these things from somewhere. But if he keeps taking shit from the jungle, it's not really proving any fucking thing. No, because he's a journalist. You know what? He's not an archaeologist. You know what? I'm yeah. glad he did it. <laughs> well, at least we have him to see in the in the in the fucking. Smithsonian museums and stuff, yeah. Yeah, he probably stole them from local villages that had them as their their idols of their ancestors. Um, you know, you've seen Ungbok too, Bumblebee tuna. That's right. You've eaten that too. <laughs> I only eat dolphin non-safe tuna. Excuse me, but your balls are showing. Bumblebee tuna. Really making me want some bat guano. So, <laughs> douchebag hangs himself because he's a douchebag. Uh, yeah, but you know what, though? I think, um... You think he found the shit, didn't you? And nah. he was just not archaeology enough about it. No, I mean, I think, I think some... I, they, you, artifacts just aren't chilling in the middle of the jungle. If this is really a rainforest, you look at the at the ground of a rainforest and you're going to, what, how, how are you going to find anything other it's than just covered in spiders and millipedes? Exactly. And stuff. Other than giant insects that are trying to fucking kill you. 
Like yes. that's all you're going to find on the ground of the rainforest. Leaves, dead leaves, bugs. Fuck that. B- bugs that look like dead leaves. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. Oh, actually there was a giant Oh, what was that? Yesterday. Yesterday morning, I get to a place to drop off this fucking farming equipment mm-hmm. and in North Carolina. Actually, I was in uh I was in Charlotte. Gross. I was in Charlotte, yeah. I've and, been there, um, it's gross. <laughs> I, I, I walk around to take this chain off of this machine, and I look down on on top of the trailer. Underneath this machine is a giant praying mantis. I mm. don't know where he came from. I don't know where I picked him up, but it was a big green praying mantis just chilling, staring at me. And Did you tell him no free free rides, and then and then he paid with gas, grass, or ass? No, well, we exchanged a little bit of communication. It was, it was, there was no verbal communication, but I was like, oh, look, he's cool, cool. Let me stand here and look at him for a minute. And then he turned his head and he looked up at me and I could see him like, you know, you, you know how when you see a cat like ready to jump up on something, they like get their feet, their footing right and then they like wiggle their butt mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah. You yeah. know, I've heard, I've heard that praying mantises and cats are just like the exact same thing. So, yeah, you were good to be scared. You were Just right. With an endo and an exoskeleton. Yeah, he, he mm-hmm. flew at me. He jumped Son and then bitch. flew right at me. And Ungrateful I could see he wasn't going for my face. And I know he wasn't going to bite me. He was looking at my T-shirt. He was going for my shirt. But no, 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 no. I started jetting backwards. I was like, skip, 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 skip. Hell no, hell no, hell no. It was funny, too, because I was parked yeah. next to another driver. And, uh, <laughs> and he's he started just laughing, laughing and laughing. Hell oh, no. Man. Oh, gross. <clears throat> so, jungle so anyway. bugs aside. Yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. And this dude's uh, untimely hanging mm-hmm. aside. Mm-hmm. Or timely hanging, depending on how you feel about the man. Yeah, um, who picks up the mantle next? Uh, well... Next, we have, uh, we skip ahead, uh, almost 50 years. Oh, shit. Yeah, nothing really happened in between then, you know, that we, uh, America's trends just, they come and go. So, so, so where are we at? 1994. Oh, shit, man. 94. Nirvana man. is in full swing as Kurt Cobain swallows a shotgun shell. I was and 13. You were 13? Uh, oh, no, I, I was 14, was, sorry. I, yeah, I was 11. Yeah. I was a, a apple-cheeked young lad looking forward to take over the world. Yep, we're still working on that. No, I gave up a while ago. I'm just cool to live in it now. I have a whole plot, but I don't think I want the responsibility of running it. I just Right, because it just seems like it'd be a hassle. Yeah, I just want the fun part of actually doing the takeover so I could go on TV. Like, you ever seen Mastermind? Um, nah. It was great. But either way, so I could go on TV and tell everybody to fucking eat a dick. Well, I mean, you could technically kind of do that now. I could do that now, but if they were afraid of me, then it would be that much better. You know, now they just feel like, eh, whatever. You have a feeling that not many people would take you seriously. Exactly, exactly. So 1994. 1994. There's a guy named Steve Elkins. Sure there was. There still is. Oh, well then, good. <laughs> no, he's still alive. Uh, so Steve Elkins is a documentary filmmaker. Mm-hmm. And uh, his early days, his intro to the idea of, uh, you know, treasure hunting and, uh, 
amateur archaeology and you know adventuring and and shit like that um comes from you know being a documentary filmmaker and you know sometimes he does nature films and stuff like that and he wound up doing a film about uh an explorer uh you know just an adventurer and <clears throat> documenting you know parts of what you know whatever he had to say his story and stuff like that and, right. and anyway this guy this guy shows him a book that he compi- comprised over his years of exploring and he skips to a to a place what he wanted to show him was that he's got a list of 50 things that he's either done or still wants to do so basically it's his checklist okay. his, his fucking adventurer's bucket list um and one of the, the and, and and it wasn't just like okay just write the name of something and then move on to the next line write the name of something right, else. Right, right. no no he wrote about it he actually told story the story about it to, to basically i don't know i guess you know whenever he reads over his own book it like hooks him all over again he's like yeah that's why i like that book. and the number that's one right. thing that was on that list was meet kurt cobain and little did he know he would never get the chance that's way better than what I thought you were saying. I heard meat Kurt, meat Kurt, and I was thinking meat curtains, and no, my mind no. just what? went to just. Your mind is a terrible, terrible, scary place, Chris. <laughs> it can be. It certainly can be. It can be a lot of fun too. But in this case, yeah, oh, I'm I'm sh- yeah, I'm sure you have fun there. I was jumping ahead a little bit there, and what you said was totally different. So he's got this list. He's got this bucket list. He is, yeah. he is Morgan Freeman and Jack Nicholson, all in all one together, all, all in, in one. one. Cool he's got guy. the charisma of Jack Nicholson. He's got the voice and freckles of Morgan Freeman. Yep. And he is half black, half white, like straight down the middle, though, like not like a mix. Yeah, no, not 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 like a mix. I'm just I'm helping the listeners get a good mental picture of who we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, Steve Elkins. Mm-hmm cool guy god i hope steve Wilkins so, doesn't listen to this <laughs> i hope he does this is gonna be fun so uh <laughs> so yeah in this book uh one of the stories and this was the one that really hooked him and kind of like turned his brain on to to the idea of him doing it himself because he's already got you know the the means and the opportunity to go and document himself while he's doing these things right so it all fits in together it's like you know the peanut butter and the jelly so yeah one of the stories the one that hooked him was the story of la ciudad blanca and the the mystery surrounding well did theodore mord find it did he not find it blah 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 so and now now when he met this uh, this explorer this adventurer dude this was way earlier than 1994 that's just what got him hooked on the the idea of being an okay, adventurer gotcha. as well. <clears throat> 1994 is when he uh, put together Kurt his Cobain. own first yes. expedition. Mm-hmm. Shortly after meeting Kurt Cobain, and he... killing him. Ooh, nah, see, I don't know. I don't see, know. we have to, it's slander. That's what we're known for. We got to give it to the people. I, I mean, I, I just don't know if it was this guy that killed him. I won't be happy until we're sued. All right. Well, let's. <laughs> Shit. We got some work to do then. Let's keep going. <laughs> Indeed. So he puts his own expedition together because he thinks he has the cojones to march in 
and not even he's not even looking for rubber. Like that's how badass this dude is. Man. He said, "Fuck the rubber trees. I don't care." But and yet again, like, let's do it. Yet again, he is not an archaeologist. He's not even an amateur archaeologist. Why don't archaeologists look for this place? Uh, why is it that amateur archaeologists are? Why is a journalist and a goddamn documentary filmmaker looking for a place in the middle of one of the fucking densest jungles on the fucking planet? Why? Well, you remember we touched on it a little early uh, in the first part of the episode uh, by saying that it's just one of those places that attracts morons. Uh oh. Hang on one second, my cat. Yeah, yeah no, I'm hanging on. I'm hanging on, but I'm not going to stop talking. My cat Chris just has my apparently unplugged his microphone yeah, or done something, something great the cat that did it. should not take this long to fix. I but blame it on the it's fixing, and it's taking long to sweet fix fuzzy buns. because now I'm running out of things to say. So, yeah, well, uh, what can I say here? It's, okay, uh, so you know, there we are. Oh, nice and loud in my ears. Sorry I was just about, about to list off my favorite 80s songs. Sorry about that. The cat jumped off the bed and clipped the cord on her way down. You shouldn't have cut her. <clears throat> yeah. Well, she was mad. She's, she gets violent sometimes. That bitch. Wait, no. That's a dog. What's a female cat? What's like a bad word with a female cat? I don't think there is, is, is one. Is, is that what a cunt is? <laughs> That'd be awesome. Oh, man. That would be hilarious if we could figure out how to like introduce that back into mainstream. Th- yeah, I don't think we could. I don't, I don't think I, it's gonna work. No, I don't think we could take that word back. I think it's no. already been ruined. No, no, no. It's been made better. Is the, is the thing? <laughs> is the thing? You can't take the power away from that word because I need that word's power. Once again. See no hear no speak no pod at gmail dot com. Care yeah, tech- of Jason Rambo. Email me. I'll call you a cunt. <laughs> All right. Well. Uh, so yeah, Steve Elkins. Let's get back into good old Steve. Uh, so yeah. Well, the fucking there's so many places in the world, man. That just that's an understatement. Had, yeah. that, that have just had. So much culture that's never been discovered. So many things that have never been discovered and never mm-hmm. been explored and all that. Honduras just is one of them. It's been through a lot of shit. It's fairly dangerous with the narcos and whatever else is going on there. Don't forget the Black Panthers. Uh, yeah. And I'm not talking about the radical group. I no. mean, they might be there. I don't know. But We're talking about the th- giant versions of what just ripped my headphone cord out. That's right. And if he had one of those in there, it would have ripped his head out. Oh, my goodness. Ooh, we got to get Chris a Black Panther. It's on my bucket list. I just want to stick my face in his belly. He just wants to stick his face in Morgan Freeman's belly. That's all. (laughs) But who doesn't want to do that? Morgan Freeman. So, that was pretty good. Wow. (laughs) Holy shit. I think we have a Morgan Freeman voice to go along with my perfect John Lerichette. Wait, no. John... Void? No. No, it Wait. was uh, it was uh, John Lovitz. <laughs> John Lovitz. Oh, yeah. Man. See, yeah. that's the ticket. <laughs> so, is is, uh, <clears throat> is bucket list guy the last guy we're talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so so no one found anything, and well, believe no, it or don't, we're still we still got story to tell, man. That's well, we. 
Oh. We've barely begun. We've I've only told you who he is. Um, see, Chris. Uh, okay, fine. Go. So, 1994, Expedition One. Dude, is there an in, Expedition Two? Oh yeah. This stupid son of a bitch. I love him already. There's multiples, multiples. Oof. Yeah. So, Expedition One. He goes into the fucking jungle, man. Goes into the jungle. Experiences now also the same thing that Theodore Mord experienced, uh, being... Dysentery. <clears throat> well, yeah, aside from shitting himself blind. Um, <laughs> Ew. Wow. God, that would suck. <laughs> Right. To splash off like a couple of different trees into your face. See, I call those either asplosions or astastrophes. I don't think you should be sitting around making up words for that. I make up words for everything. I think you could be better spending your time. I but uh, well I walked into one one day. Not not directly. You walked into an asplosion? Not directly personally into You weren't like in the line of fire. Right, no, no. But okay. but I did walk into a stall and just try to really figure out how this was done and not touch anything and yeah, just So you were in. being you were playing detective in a ruined bathroom stall. Yes. I'm just I'm naturally that that guy. I just kind of detective all the time. Yep. Mm-hmm. Ask my girlfriend. She she knows all you, about detective. You fit. watch too much Dexter. <laughs> That's for true. And this somehow has become our most disgusting podcast episode ever. Love it. Yep. Poop emoji. John Lovett. You're right. <laughs> All right. So, Homie, yeah, Homie does it pretty much does the same thing as uh, Theodore Mord. He goes in, he, he fucking, he finds out that the native people will only take him so far. Uh, you know, the, the, the landscape will only allow the boat to go so far. Mm-hmm. The, the native people only going so far. They're, it's, it's part of their whole thing. Uh, certain places are cursed. Certain places are sacred. You know, they're native. They don't it's really need a reason. There's just a bunch of red tape to cut through. I get it. They don't really need a reason. You're not going to fucking force them. If you do, right. you know, it's, it's not fun. That's not cool. So he gets to a certain point, and then he just uh, wanders off on his own. Which and, is probably the most intelligent thing that a non-archaeologist could possibly do in an extremely dense jungle. Am oh I right? God. It, is, is that not just fucking genius to be like, oh, so you guys won't go past this point? See ya. Oh, no. In Hollywood, it makes perfect sense. In real well, yeah, life, because, he's a fucking moron. Be, because fucking he's... I mean, Rambo's not going to jump in and save him. No. I mean... He's not running from Predator, even though we don't know that for sure. We I mean, don't we know kinda... that. Yeah, it's speculation. We don't know that That's for right. sure. That's right. Because Predator is invisible <laughs> most of the time. He liked the That's... big Amazon. Why would he not like the mini one? That's right. That's the thing about Predator. He likes the Amazons. Yeah, man. And killing people. That's good hunting grounds. And there was that time where he lived in the city. And uh, he had that apartment with that chick that he was kind of into for a while. Uh-huh. And then... And yeah, they, they whacked skulls together. Yeah, and then they kind of, they just, you know, fell out of love, but they still loved each other, they just weren't in love. And then he and whacked then, her skull. And then he, grossest episode we've had yet. 
(laughs) (laughs) So, Expedition 1, he goes alone after a a point, which is fucking stupid. Yeah. You know, more power to the man. Yeah. Yeah, we make jokes, kids, but no, this really, this is really is just fucking monumentally this retarded. Is fucking this is fucking it's stupid. It's not a good idea to go into the jungle by yourself. So, uh, okay, so, but, but, but he does it. And then he runs out of money, and uh, the expedition can't continue, so. What he, was he spending money on in the middle of the jungle by himself? Food, man. Well, not, not spending money. He ran out of, you know, provisions and stuff. Oh, okay. I got you. I yeah. was like, is he, like, I don't know, paying big cats to blow him? No, there's a casino out there. Is it an Indian casino? Well, Mexican Indian. The Mayans. Nope. That's a deal breaker. They built, they built a casino. Uh, so, okay, so so he comes <laughs> back. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to put a, we're gonna put a pin on how Chris feels about the word Indian. Um, oh, native peoples. I'm sorry, Chris. No, no, no. It has nothing to do with racism. I, I, no, I don't care about that at all. It's actually very racist. <laughs> probably, okay. probably very racist. I actually just said this to my girlfriend earlier today about. It, you know what? No, we're I'm not going to stop say you. It. I'm going to stop you because if <laughs> if you had a conversation about how racist the thing you're about to say is, I don't think you should say it. No. It wasn't a conversation about how racist it was. It was just the statement. And then after I said it, she was like, wow. Oh, okay. I mean, I get it, but wow. See, that doesn't make it better. Just because it, it's true well, doesn't... What should, what should make no, it better? No, uh, Chris, can we... Ah, fine. See, now I want to hear it really bad, but not here. <laughs> not here. This is not the place nor time. It was, but it, it was, it was complimentary. And that email address again is see no, hear no, speak no pod at <laughs> gmail.com. Care of Chris Berrios. <laughs> uh, I'm your buddy. Really, I am. It was complimentary, albeit racist, but oh, complimentary you, nonetheless. Just. Uh, Mm. Okay, <laughs> I am lost in the jungle of this. Moving right along. So the dude comes back. He runs out of food. He runs out of fucking bug spray and goddamn whatever. Uh, you know, his, I don't know, his fleshlight needs to be cleaned in potable water. I don't know. You know you can put, you know you can put that in, right in the dishwasher. In the Amazon? Yeah, good I idea. mean, if you have a dishwasher in the Amazon, yeah, you can. I mean, I guess he could have pool, uh, boiled river water, but... Mm, I st- you know what? I still don't think I would drink boiled Amazonian river water. Oh, no, no, I just meant to wash his fleshlight, not not to drink. Oh, not even that. They have those <laughs> uh, they have those little fish that swim up your pee stream into your, your pee hole. That's the real Amazon. I don't know about the mini Amazon, though, if they have... Well, then they're even smaller they there. they weird shit like that. Yeah, I would assume yeah. so. I would assume that everything is just a little smaller there than it is in the real Amazon. I would just pee myself. I'm not taking my dick out in a rainforest, period. Oh, you're missing out, Chris. You're missing out. <laughs> I'm not doing it. There's, there's too many too many too many possibilities, too many uncontrollable elements and factors in this equation. Uh if there's anything yeah. I will not do, it will be to expose my my 
I have seen Cannibal Holocaust, and there was a lot of white genitalia exposed in that movie, and it did not turn out well for those uh, for those precious young white kids. You are just mm. an interesting character, aren't you? Mm. Mm. So well, another guy that was an interesting character is this fucking <laughs> Steve Elkins dude. I'm looking at the timestamp, and you've been trying to tell me about him for almost 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Steve. You're going to love him, though. He's he's our buddy. So, okay, buddy Steve. Um, buddy Steve. Steve the homie. So he comes back, right? And, and But but not 100% empty-handed. Not 100%. Uh, technically, literally empty-handed, yes. Because he was all out of fucks to give. Uh, you know, he, uh, he, he just didn't technically have anything physical to come back with. But, but, he and... He had stories, let me guess? <laughs> yes. Just one, but it wasn't ridiculous and fantastical. And this one was actually corroborated by the other people who were actually with him on foot. So what he found was a boulder. In the middle of nowhere... Oh, joy. ...dense jungle, he found this giant mm-hmm. fucking rock. Uh, but on the rock, there was a carving. Uh, it wasn't a, and uh, it wasn't a bas relief. It, it was just a regular line carving um, mm. of a man with a headdress. Um, he had a stick in his hand and a bag with seeds that were uh, falling out. So, hmm. yeah, there's this that that's saying some pretty interesting shit there. That really is. That's saying that they uh, cultivated the land, and that's, I'm guessing, supposedly pre-Mayan as well? Yeah. So yes, indeed. He, what he's saying is that this uh, pre-Mayan culture, whoever they may be and wherever they may have been uh, located within this jungle, uh, cultivated land and weren't uh, hunter-gatherers, um, which is is pretty uh that's pretty big that's kind of crazy yeah yeah it's pretty big and, and it also means that they were fairly you know widely um uh, spread out you know if if more than one person stumbled upon two totally different sites then you know but but really we don't know if they're two totally different sites because what steve tried to do was to follow theodore mord's tracks and basically just extend his last trip to see if he could find what what mord was talking about so so did buddy steve take any pictures of this boulder hell no hell no because why would a documentary filmmaker want to document something on fucking film man this is 1994 i don't think he did if if he did they didn't mention that he did. I watched documentaries about this, and I didn't see any boulder. They just told you about it. Chris, I want to burn this whole motherfucker down, man. Yeah, I'm not it's, understanding. I'm, I'm, I'm so not done. understanding his his strategy behind this either. It really doesn't make a lot of sense to me. So anyway, that was that was the first expedition. He comes. He actually comes back several more times between '94 and '98. Um, He's gonna play, huh? Nothing. Go. So, uh, in 98, though, he winds up getting so discouraged, he, he's literally on the verge of just quitting, even trying to fuck with it altogether. 
That's yeah. probably a good idea because he's not a fucking archaeologist. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, this dude just gets beat up. He he gets beat up by this whole thing. Um, so, right, so not only not finding it the first time, not finding it the next couple of times, what really winds up kicking his ass this, this last time in 1998 is, uh, a fucking hurricane. Hurricane Mitch in 98 mm. beat the shit out of, uh, Honduras. And Never trust a hurricane named Mitch. He was there. <laughs> he was in the jungle so is, is he more? Is he more a, um, you know, uh, hmm? Is he more a victim of bad timing, or is he just completely inept? You know, it, that, that's that, that's that's difficult to say. I think it's a bit of both. But okay. as far as a hurricane goes, yeah, that's got to be just bad timing. But. As yeah, far I as guess I guess an expedition does take some time to prepare and and plan and things like that. And hurricanes do pop out of fucking nowhere. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, aside from that, you gotta you gotta really be keeping track of where you've already been, what why you're going to certain places, you know, why that makes sense for you to to spend all this money to go here. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, the the. This shit is a big deal, and and it takes a lot out of him and several years of his life. <clears throat> and, you know, obviously, well, I, I say obviously that's the wrong word, but uh, that just kind of shoots out of my mouth sometimes when it shouldn't. Um, obviously. But as you can imagine, <laughs> thank you, well-timed. As you can imagine, uh, yeah, it also put a strain on his marriage. Basically turned into this weird obsession um, and yeah, so it, it, it beat him up pretty good for those few so years. It's, so it's like Moby Dick, but instead of a white whale, it was a white city. Yeah, and exactly. Instead of, instead of being a book written by Herman Melville, it was some douchebag that shouldn't have been there in the fucking first place. Yep. Hmm. Okay, just making sure that we're all clear. Yep, and I can't believe I didn't even think about that before. That is a great analogy. That was perfect. Oh, I was proud of it. So, 1998, all the way to 2012, dude took Ooh. a break. A big He's going to go back right when the Mayans are like, the world's fucked anyway? Uh, pretty much. That's Stupid good, Mayans. As not good a time as any. after that. Ugh. Well, he went before December, so if he was going to find anything before the, the world ended, then, you know, that, that would have mm. been the time. <clears throat> so, what, what do you... What he says is that he actually got a proposal from someone else that... Quote-unquote someone else? Yeah, exactly. Quote-unquote someone else. I think what he was getting at was that it was like a buddy of his or somebody that, that went on several of the other expeditions with him that right. were just like, just popped up on him one day and was like, hey, it's been a long-ass time. Feel like going back? Do it one more shot? <clears throat> I'm betting he was trying to empty out his bank accounts before the divorce. Hey, everybody. So, something happened. Something <laughs> spectacularly catastrophic happened. We recorded yeah. an entire hour and a half episode, and then Chris says, what did you say to me, Chris? Uh, I believe it was something along the lines of, oh, shit. And then, like, I was like, what? And then, and then Chris was like, 
And I was like, why are you saying these things, Chris? Um, what's going on? And Chris said, Please, no. You gotta be fucking kidding me. No. Don't tell me that shit. And then it told him that shit. And that shit happened to oh. be that his his tablet had... Uh, it told me like a third of that shit. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> Yeah, his, to be perfectly honest, it was like a third of it. His tablet had completely run out of memory because Chris is a hoarder. And uh, yeah. he's got no reason to be, but he is. You know, he likes to hear... I'm a little bit of a pack rat. He likes to hear his own voice because that's all he has. That's all He doesn't have any of mine. I don't know why he's got it all. But anyway, so he ran out of space. We ran out of memory. We ran out of recording. So we are here. I'm a strangely sentimental pack rat, really. <laughs> like I'll keep weird little things that that I find along the the lines, you know, along the hanging out with people and just weird experiences that I have and shit. I still have like a rock from hanging out with this one chick, like fucking twenty years ago and shit, Chris. somewhere in a box or some shit. I you, don't know. You gotta continue. You, I'm sorry. You gotta let go. <laughs> you just you gotta uh, let yeah. go. It's a rock, Chris. The memory uh, of the rock, rock is what's important. Yeah, but my memory bank is not as big as it used to be, and um, you know, in order to make room for new shit, I gotta push old shit out, or at least uh, you know, kind of. Uh, here's here's something extra nerdy. It's not really like I have to remove it from the game. But I just kind of have to put it in the graveyard for right now. I, that, you know? that is... And the rock is like my play to get the card out of the memory, out of the graveyard. I never played Magic. So we have taken up almost three minutes of explaining why there's a cut in the episode <laughs> now. So, right, so we yeah, are going I'm to continue. Shit. My bad, people. So we were saying <clears throat> that, and, and this is what, four nights later we're doing this? Yeah, oh, we Jesus. were supposed to be the, the next night. We record so fucking late. fucking busy hey, man, all the time. I have pool. I don't know Somebody's what to tell you. Somebody's got a life. I know. And it's sad. It is. A woman he actually gets to see and mm-hmm. all that. Oh, actually, speaking of a woman. Are we speaking of a see, woman? Uh, no, but I'm about to because okay. I, I went back and listened to the, the, the last episode. And uh, just, a, just a clarification because... I okay. Uh, I mentioned Detective Chris, and how if you want to know about Detective Chris, you can always ask my girlfriend. And and that was <laughs> I meant that in no kind of shitty way at all. I'm really not a dick. I am a dick, but I'm not a dick like that. Like I'm not. Okay, you're like, just digging holes now, buddy. Because no, fuck that. No, no, fuck that. I didn't I, think I'm it. Just saying, I didn't think it. I, I don't think anybody else thought it. Heart. It and, has well, yeah. nothing no, to you, do you, with. No, you're but I'm curious, saying, like, that's the only person that knows about it, really. Oh, she, she's the, that, on, that she's really, the only really person knows that about knows it. about it, Chris. Okay. No, no, no we're good. The, no, I'm not. No, it's fine. No, best. no, Chris, it's fine. But not because Chris, I'm a... No, it, Chris, it's fine. Whatever. You don't respect me, whatever. that's okay. It, it's going to be fine. So, we left off in our story where uh douchebag that wasn't doing anything right was getting a divorce because he couldn't do anything right. Now, you know what? I don't think he actually got a divorce. I, I, it just put a strain on the marriage. And uh, Why are you ruining yeah, the narrative? Basically made his wife think he was a fucking nut bar for continuing to blow money. Basically just hemorrhage money. You shouldn't put money in your mouth. Shit. Money is dirty. Money is fucking filthy. Let me not get into those statistics. So don't be blowing money. I like talking about... 
that. You like talking about the statistics of how dirty money is? Uh, I don't, I, I can't, not like conversation talk about it, but I, I like those weird little facts where you, you know, lots of people don't know. I, I'm a fucking, I got a lot of useless memory. You know, Chris, really whenever we talk, whenever here. we talk, I get real sad for you. Yeah, well. <laughs> okay, so the year... Don't lose any sleep over it. The year was was 1994. I believe we're past that now. Are we at the 2012 mark now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, uh, yeah, we hit 98, and that's when he got hit by the hurricane. Right. In, uh, yeah, and then skip ahead, you know, he gets all... What the hell... Who said you could expel your demons during our fucking podcast, man? What just happened? Didn't you just sneeze? No, I coughed. Oh, okay. Well, I apologize then. Although, it's funny you say Didn't that mean because... You disrespect your demons. I have, I just, you I have know. literally sneezed like five times today. And I'm not a sneezer. Hmm. And like five separate occasions, like three, four You're sneezes. You're not a sneezer? I'm not a sneezer. I'm just not. It doesn't happen. How does your how does your body not react in the same way involuntarily how, that everybody else's does? How are we wasting how, so much time? Are you not okay? Uh, okay, well, I mean, if you people out there have any inquiries about how else Jason is not human, you can uh, always hit us up and ask us any kind of weird shit like that at see no hear no speak no pod at gmail dot com. That marks the fifth time we've given the, <laughs> the email this episode. It's been a long day, people. It's I'm willing to do the research and uh, dig with you on that subject, so mm. you know, just I, let I'm, me know. Anyway, okay. 2012. That's right. The Mayans say that the world will end this year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, December, actually. The December Mayans of, were full uh, of shit. You know, I think I think it's really funny. I always laugh at when I when I go back and watch like uh, you know alien documentaries and shit like that, and they're like, "Oh, 2012, it's coming up." That's and right. Like, it already happened. But anyway, uh, so yeah, so <clears throat> like I was saying, he gets a phone call. I I I, I um, as far as I understand it, it seems like a buddy of his just calling him up and saying, "Hey, you know, fuck it, let's go back." And uh, he realized at that time that uh, this brand new technology came out called LiDAR. And LiDAR is pretty cool. I mean... It's the perfect you know, technology for a liar. Like he was. Yeah. I'm, what was his name? Mm, Buddy Tom? Buddy Pete? Buddy Buddy Bart? What was his name? Steve Elkins, man. Buddy Steve. Oh, how could I forget Steve. Buddy Steve? Yeah. You know how I forgot it? I mean, we ain't talked about it in fucking days. <laughs> It's been a few days. Uh, so LiDAR uh, is basically a new use for, you know, the same shit we've been doing. You know, we point it up into the sky and it's radar. And we point it into the water and it's sonar. Or fucking use, use it for sound and it's sonar. Whatever. It's another thing like that. So basically what it does is it, it, it we point it at the ground and it shoots out this grid of infrared beams over this wide area of the ground and it sends back the data of elevation and stuff like that uh, so that the, the computer can take all the little dots wherever they land and piece together a 3D image 
of what's down there right so uh but in in 2012 at the time uh the technology was basically still in its infancy so they had it was still pretty expensive so, it's, it, so not only was it just fuckloads expensive but it, it also wasn't it's nowhere near the quality you could get out of it today um, oh i'm sure yeah yeah i'm sure it wasn't, and I'm sure it's huge and bulky, which is why you know he actually had to stay when they when they went up and and scanned. He actually had to stay on on the ground. Yeah, that's why <clears> he <throat> had to stay. Yeah, well, there was only there. Well, I guess he maybe he just didn't have the money to rent a helicopter big enough for everybody. And he just but, had like yeah. the biggest pout on his fucking face when they flew away. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure he was pouting like like fucking. Steve wanted to go no. too. <laughs> Um, yeah, so yeah, that, that's one thing he did mention though. That was that he was uh, he was a little about having to stay, and only the pilot, the lidar tech, and the equipment could fit. So and the equipment's in any girlfriend, case, so yeah, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, you can't leave her. That's that's why they came in the first place. He promised her some kind of weird and little that's vacation. That's they came in the last and, place. Mm. You know, yeah. Okay, let's keep going. <laughs> Ah, now it's it's just gotten nasty for like the ten thousand time. This is really our filthiest. It is filthiest oh, it's, podcast it's, ever. And I'm just I'm gonna keep trucking. I'm gonna keep going. Let's on. do it. Let's, yeah. Let's do it. Okay. So uh, what happened was the um, yeah. I, I imagine he had to save for quite a while, which I think is where the last episode where where we lost track of the last episode was that you making mention of him selling all his belongings before the divorce That's right. which I thought was a pretty strategic plan if Absolutely. he's going to be funding a fucking expedition Absolutely. like this in the first place who wants to get paid up front fuckers yeah you know mm-hmm. exactly liquidate let's get it going uh, so yeah he, uh, he you know the initial idea before he realized how expensive this was going to be is uh, you know fuck it let, let's just scan the whole thing you know but that's 32,000 square kilometers of uh, jungle, thick, thick jungle. And as, so, as we all know, Buddy Steve ain't that bright. Buddy Steve is just sometimes he doesn't think ahead. He he's a dreamer. He's certainly not yeah. a thinker. You know what? That's a good. That's a really good word for it. He he is a dreamer. He he's been captivated by someone else's dream as well, and uh, two other people dream people's dreams, for that matter. And uh, yeah, he's 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 just trucking right along just like we are so let's get that going um <clears throat> so yeah he decided you know with with the budget and everything he he basically just had to pick three let's say zones three areas right, right. within the jungle that that he thought based on his research and everybody else's research compiled were, were going to be the most qualified candidates uh, for the scans. So, you know, he did it, and they went up, and he was sad, like we mentioned, pouting and such. Uh, but when they got back down, and, and you know, he's he's doing his thing, and the tech is in the, the room or wherever the hell he was, because when you see the guy tell the story, uh, Buddy Steve tell the story, he's... He's acting like they were all in the same hotel room, but they were in two different rooms nah. when the when the tech was going through the data. So he comes, apparently he comes flying out of the room and uh, grabs Buddy Steve by the by the face and just 
you know, starts shaking him like, hey, 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 uh, this is the oh shit moment. Like, it's finally here. We found it. Awesome. We found something. Awesome, awesome. Right. <clears throat> yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's a beautiful thing that, that you can finally put your finger on something. But at the same time, this is also just a bunch of computer data. So, but, you know, it, it does create a 3D picture, but you can't see it in, you know. I got you. I, yeah, got you. So there's still work to be done. You know, at least you can put your finger on something that is like clearly not man-made. there's fucking something there, and it yeah. probably shouldn't be in the jungle. So well, yeah, because what they found, what what they noticed uh, on the uh, the image was two uh, very large rectangular, uh, let's say, structures, for lack of a better word. They we can tell, we can see right angles, we can see flat surfaces amongst all the the trees and stuff and such. But it was just these a jungle two things are out of place. Yes. Yeah, it, it seemed like exactly like the profile view of of, uh, of a Walmart or something like that, um, which would have been cool for the indigenous people. You know, then they they could go there and well, absolutely they, they could, could buy uh, uh, buy soap and discount. underwear and uh, haircuts and oh. um, clothes and uh, bikes. Well, they could get you tires. You PC, didn't you? I was gonna say no, no. <laughs> I, I kept it PC for a reason because I didn't want you to say. <laughs> Fine. So spoil everything. So we find these two rectangular you? fucking giant things in the middle of the fucking jungle. What the fuck? What do they say? Yeah, man. So everybody's super excited, you know, rightfully so. Everybody's super excited. Uh, <clears throat> so that ends. It, it doesn't carry on from there. Uh, that particular, let's call it, uh, that particular expedition, it, it, because. You know, LIDAR was expensive. He kind of ran out of money. But they right. pinpointed the area, and uh, he went back home to liquidate uh, or probably to cash in on uh, the life insurance policy that he had out on his wife, which uh, is right. complete slander. No, but, no, <clears throat> no. It's a theory. And that's, that's I, what I decided to start calling our, our slander <laughs> is just theory because theory. <laughs> no one can prove us wrong. Well, except maybe yeah, uh, lawyers, but then uh, I will have won. So, well, I mean, according to the to the scientific process, aren't they technically hypotheses until we can test them, and then they're theories when we can't prove them wrong? Um, I mean, if we have to use the scientific method for calling people tiny dick and stuff, I mean, yeah, I guess we should go with <laughs> hypotheses. Okay. Yeah. So. My hypothesis, even though there is fact that the woman is still alive, is that he went home and cashed in on his life and his wife's life insurance uh, in order to fund the next and hopefully, I'm sure he's hoping, final expedition in uh, 2015, which was really recent. Like, this just happened. It was, uh, to be exact, two years ago. Indeed. Yeah. Indeed it was. Yeah. So what did Buddy depending Steve on, find? Depending on when our listeners are actually listening no, to no, this No, no, I am going to nuke every episode three months after it goes out. Well, no, I'm just saying, it, you know, you're, you're making mention of when it is oh, yeah. now, from now, because maybe when uh, one a listener listens to this episode, it could be... No, that's what I'm saying, is they won't get the chance. 2025. It's, it's gone. That would be cool. It's gone. Yeah. No. Totally. No, I totally have gone. to destroy. And so is his wife. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's she's totally alive. 
Uh, just fucking the around. funny thing is, but, is do um, you know that for sure? Do you know that she's alive for sure? I really don't know. I've not done See? the research to find her by name as as in like uh, uh, looking for an obituary or anything like that. But when you see the documentary on it, the guy says, I'm sure you could ask my wife and she if would you tell could you I'm find crazy. Her. <laughs> okay, let's get off the dead wife thing. Let's keep going. All right. <clears throat> 2015. Takes him three years to gather the money to come back. But uh, to be fair, it, it's rightful. It's because he's he actually does it right this time he gathers the uh, scientists and the archaeologists and such to go back and put a fucking finger on this thing see, I really liked learning that part that he was like okay this the one in in uh, 13 12 whatever 12 he uh, went out there and was like okay we're just gonna see if we can find a, a place but mm-hmm. You know, that's all we're going to do. And then once he found the place, he went back, he got the money together to actually hire people who know what the fuck they're doing to go back with him and do what he... I mean, I'm, I'm hoping he just filmed the whole thing when they went back because that's all he could do competently, apparently. Uh, he is a documentary filmmaker. Uh, he did film a lot of it, yeah. I, I wouldn't say the whole thing, like, reality show the whole thing which is obviously what he should have done because 2015 I mean fuck we've been watching reality shows for a long time that's right he could have done the whole like Jersey Shore cut where he should have known a lot better yeah where he was getting all the tail now from the documentaries I've seen um they they don't show a whole lot they really don't no they definitely don't show who's getting all the tail no, no, hell no. They don't show, you know, humping in the jungle or anything like that. They do it, in it, Cannibal it, Holocaust. Oh, crap. Oh, man. And, and yes, they do have very gross humping in the jungle. It's, <laughs> it is an experience. Shall uh, we? Let's go. To the jungle? No, I meant to like... To do some cannibal humping? I, I, I should say not, I meant sir. on to, uh, to what happens next. <laughs> oh, Okay. Anyway, uh, what happens next is that uh, they go back to Honduras, Honduras, with um, the latest in technologies, uh, a nice little GPS sat phone sort of scenario uh, in the helicopter as well. Um, It can even play Candy Crush. I imagine it could. Mm -hmm. I imagine. What else are you going to do if you get stuck in the, you know, let's say... Um, you know, a Himalayas or some shit like that. And or, you're like, or oh, possibly, wait, I gotta wait. Possibly even, uh, you know, where they are. You know, that you could use oh, that yeah. maybe as a... As a <laughs> so that's pretty remote as well. Yeah, so, <laughs> so, I don't know, I'm trying to come up with, like, the most remote, fucking ridiculous place you could possibly get stuck and have to wait for a rescue. Antarctica. And Candy Crush come would on, come in handy. Antarctica. I guess. I've, no, I, there's I no guessing. That is the people. most remote place you could get lost <laughs> and have to wait for rescue. Yeah, but I don't see too many people doing that. I think the Himalayas, you know, there's, there's hikers and stuff. Yeah, they end up eating each other a lot. We just don't hear about it. Now that's a cannibal holocaust. They're on a roll. All right. So he takes a bunch of people, scientists and stuff, back. And... You know, I'm sure, I'm, as we all have throughout the, the course of this episode, we've gotten this whole 
mental image of the monkey king and the temple and you know and then the white city what that could possibly look like and you know all of this fun stuff in your mind and and all the movies you've seen and everything is just so picture perfect prepare well, to be disappointed no man <laughs> you know you gotta you gotta always keep that in mind you know try to be optimistic but always keep that in mind that is a possibility you could be disappointed but no he was he was he was enjoyed <clears throat> wow i said that completely wrong yeah. he enjoyed the hell out of this entire thing see, yeah because so, it was awesome as they're headed toward the place, as they start coming up on the place, uh, or the area, the GPS location in the helicopter, uh, they come upon a, a big clearing. There's actually a meadow, you know, picturesque, like, Bambi and shit. It's the fucking meadow out there. It's a parking and, lot and with fucking... Even enough to, to land the damn helicopter. Absolutely. Yeah, and that, so I mean, they, they they set that chopper down all nice and sweet and soft, and then they open the door. They set the chopper down. And that then, bird, and then left foot first touches the ground. Right foot Indeed. follows. They start to saunter over to where the lidar had told them there was there was structures, and they see. Wow. You just stretched that out as long as you possibly could. It's funny because ah. I was trying to move it along. <laughs> That's hilarious. Sweet. <laughs> so, okay, so they find the clearing in the jungle. They set the bird down. They set out to, to locate these, uh, the, whatever they saw. And when they get there, it's, you know, it's really difficult to figure out what's happening or what what they're looking at because it's overgrown like a jungle, man. The trees are full size. The shit's been there for hundreds of years, untouched by any human hand. I think we had done uh, the math before, you know, in the last one that we had recorded, and I think we had said at least six years. I think we, yeah, we did retard math. It, it was, <laughs> it wasn't that good, but but it was a long time. So the so the the thing is, they they found these little stones that were sticking out of the side of the hill, and had they never seen those stones, it would have been they would have never seen the fact that this is the entrance to a fucking temple. Uh, not even a temple. It, it is really the entrance of a city. They found a city. Now this particular city doesn't have white stones nor does it have monkey effigies our favorite word uh, nor would it have been visible from the sky for Lindbergh that lying fuck this particular one no no it certainly would not have been however you know there's a good little bit of distance in between those two events but why you gotta not keep, enough distance why, why you gotta, for an entire why you gotta keep standing up for Lindbergh man not at all not at all I'm standing up for the trees save oh, the trees okay Who's up in the rubber so, tree? Fucking rubber, man. We need it. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, so so they find these stones and 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 they follow the the stones. It's not like it's a trail or anything, but they you know they're discovering. They're like, oh hey, look what I see over here, and blah blah blah. So <clears throat> they realize this is the entrance of of a place of something, and they they go in and they wind up finding uh, fifty two carved artifacts with uh, things like snakes carved on them and vulture heads and stuff like that and, and then they had this whole giant <clears throat> debate on whether or not they should just leave the shit there 
and follow the, the rules of the scientific method uh, as far as uh, the archaeological ar scientific method and, and don't fucking touch anything until you goddamn catalog absolutely everything. Right. Has to be done. So Because they had to leave. Yeah, but, but at the same time, if they didn't take some kind of proof back, uh, they would, you know, it'd be the same speculation that everybody's given up until this point. So they decided to leave it there. But they did have some sort of video or, or photo evidence right. and, to take And back. what was their big mistake while leaving? Their big mistake? Yeah, didn't they tell the government or something, or did we already do that one? Oh, no, no, no. We're, 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 they're leaving to go do that now. Right, that's what I'm saying. Right, so so they go and tell the government, right, and and this is they they leave everything there untouched, but the the hard part then was trying to figure out how to secure then keep the site secured once they do go and tell the government because it's going to get leaked out and then people well, yeah. are going to want to go find and, it and they all agreed on a keep off the grass sign. Exactly, exactly. Uh, beware of dog and such. Mm -hmm. Just China steer anybody that might be out there Cover away from the, the site. Exactly. <clears throat> exactly. So so right, they they go and tell the government. The government gets all excited. They're all, oh my goodness, let's go, let's go do this right. You have our assistance and our, our backing, you know, uh hundred percent, let's go do it. <clears throat> now sometime in between when they told the government and when they showed back up at the place to do the to begin the excavations, um, somehow the press, it got leaked to the press. Mm -hmm. And somehow the press decided that they wanted to announce that uh, the white city had been found. Well, immediately this starts a scuffle. Um, it, it, tightening of the bunches of the panties within the, the archaeological community saying that, oh, no, that's not possible. They're just a full of shit and, you know, somehow they, they didn't do something right and something, you know, they start trying to pick the thing apart and give the guy shit. Right. Um, which is completely uncool because well, he mean, never said that at all. Because he's got such a great fucking track record. Well, that's true, but nobody has a great track record. And, and I think what it is is, you know, they, nobody wants to see anybody else win. It, it's funny when you when you get into certain uh, industries or politics. Uh, yes. Yeah, the the politics is fucking ridiculous. On top of the fact that just everybody is out for themselves, and there's so much savagery, not enough camaraderie, and you know, just it's it's sad. The yeah, way kumbaya. The going. Fucking, what's next? <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry, Chris. I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just. It's late, and I've been been out all day, and I need to take a shower, and then, uh, you know. You don't want me to come late. over there. Well, I mean, I do. I'm going to bring the ninja kitty with me. I have a feeling that that's quite impossible. And she's going to bite your nipples. Uh, she'd have to get in line. All right, well, you know, she'll head the line stealthily. So these the dicks are like, you're a dick, you didn't find it. And he's like, yeah, I did, you guys are dicks, because it did. And he's like, but it's not that one, and it's just a better one, because I found it. And everybody <laughs> else is like, no, uh because because you there's no way, because you're just a dick. And he's like, no, you you guys are dicks, because, cause yeah, I did. And, and then, see. In the words of an eight-year-old, yeah, that that's pretty much what happened. 
I'm 34 fucking years old, Chris. No, but that's exactly what it, how an eight-year-old conversation would go uh, away from the parents so they could actually use the word dick. Chris, I had yeah, that conversation so. with a lady at a grocery store today. Well, she was probably being a dick because yeah. you're one of the nicest people yeah. I've ever known. Thank you. Oh. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. So... Continuing on, yeah, that that's that's pretty much how it went down, and and he had to do this whole uh, fucking <laughs> statement saying, you know what, you guys are assholes. I never said that, but I did find this, and once they excavated to a certain point, they found out it just keeps fucking going. This shit is a city, and it is definitely pre-Mayan because none of none of the. Um, the carvings or anything like that are um, suggest Mayan culture in any way. So, but st- yeah, still they, they, too early a find to have, have come to some sort of conclusion on who this it really Mayan is. culture could have been. You know, it, it really is when when you know about when you know anything about how the how the archaeological and the the process works. An excavation of any kind is just an arduous, meticulous, fucking ridiculous process Chris, and and it's one thing what I just remembered what happens to him and two other people can we get to that part <laughs> or is it time is it time it's, it's time right it's, they excavated we don't know what it is it's, they found a giant city that's awesome but let's get to the best part of this fucking show so one last thing he did bring back with him uh, as uh, I don't know what kind of proof this would have been, just as proof that he was a, an unprotected dumbass in the middle of a fucking jungle. Uh, but yeah, he he brought back a little friend with him. Um, and before you start, everyone thinks it's herpes. It's this everyone thinks cute it's herpes. Little, you know, nocturnal creature, uh, a mogwai, a jungle mogwai, or something. Yeah, or herpes. Wouldn't <laughs> a jungle like mogwai look awesome? I think so. Oh yeah, I think it would. Uh, but no, instead he found a friend in uh, this little thing called Leishmaniasis. And that is all one word. Leishmaniasis is um, a happy little flesh-eating parasite. So happy. That, yeah, it's uh, otherwise known as the black fever. Because? Because it, it's fucking gross. Yeah, it is. Uh, and it can uh, be most uh, easily and commonly spread by sandfly bites. So, you know those big fucking... Sometimes they're not very big, though, but they're just the most ruthless. It feels like being bitten by a fucking bullet. Fuck, dude, it hurts so bad, and they swarm, and they just... They are... Uh, it's, it's like they're... Well, I mean, I know they got exoskeletons, but it's like they're wearing a different kind of armor. You can swat the fuck out of these mm. things all day, and they're fast. Oh, they'll and follow they just, you underwater. Yeah, they will. They only land for a split second, and boom, bite you. Like, it, immediately, they're ruthless they little sons of bitches. They are the of the insect world. They're certainly up there with the cunt family. Yes. They are an underboss of the cunt family, for sure. So, I remember uh, that there are three types of this uh, this wonderful, wonderful little thing that we've just found. Um, and what what's the difference between the three? I remember you, you saying it, and I, there were degrees of severity, but I can't quite remember. There are. So, uh, yeah, good memory, too, by the way, though, for being a couple of days ago. And, oh, yeah. Yeah. 
Congrats. Uh, so you got uh, type number one, you have the cutaneous form, uh, and it's pretty simple. You know, you get these weird skin ulcers that are just open sores on the outside of your skin, which is super gross. It sucks, yeah. But, yeah, no, nothing too life-threatening. Then you get the mucocutaneous, which would be uh, where the parasite itself migrates to your mucous membrane. Which means behind uh, your which face. Which would be, yeah, anything behind your face. That That's your, your sinus cavities and passages, mm-hmm. your... Your eyes have mucous membranes, your fucking, well, maybe not. Yeah, yeah, right there, your tear yeah, duct. Let's just call um, it the moneymaker. Yeah, your mouth, all, all of that shit. So, yeah, and, and it proceeds to feed on all that. So left untreated, the mucocutaneous form uh, would literally eat your face off from the inside yum, out, yum, and your shit would just fall right off. And that's the one he had, right? Yes, okay. yeah, that, that's the one he and wound up the with. the third and final, and uh, <clears throat> the, the, the cunt of the... Uh, Certainly the, not least. The family. This one is the one that, that is known as the black fever, really, because... Uh, and it really never gets it too far into why black. I didn't catch anything as to why the I'm sure the if you saw pictures of what it used. did to people, you'd probably yeah. know. Most likely. Yeah. So this one is, is everything wrapped up into one. <clears throat> Besides the muco part, it, it, for some reason it doesn't it doesn't attack that here. It, it attacks something way different and way more detrimental. So you get skin ulcers, you get a, a heavy fever, you get low red blood cells, which is pretty intense all on its own. I mean that's what and fucking then, AIDS does. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. And then it goes on to uh, to enlarge your spleen and liver if left untreated. This this thing. Wow, this thing is a fucking monster. It's it's serious. Uh, Well, you know, as serious as it was, he got really lucky um, in the fact that he left before, and I guess went and got treated, went and and was diagnosed and all that kind of stuff, uh, before it got too bad. So his face didn't fall off. And what a... I'm not going to say brave guy or anything like that. I'm going to say it was more dumb. Pig-headedness? Uh, I don't know. I, for some reason, the, the, the correct word is escaping me. I'm not trying to put the guy down. I'm just trying to say an uneducated... If you don't know how deep the water is, man, don't dive headfirst into the shit. Indeed. That's Indeed. all I'm trying to say. All right, Chris. <clears> we're, com- so, we're coming up on 35 minutes here. This is, we can't have this be a three-parter. <laughs> We gotta right, finish fine. this episode. So right, let me let me let me do my best here. Screw you let me guys, do my I'm best. Done. So he's got the face thing. He fixes the face thing. He's with his wife. His wife is great now because she's alive and he's, she's not dead. You stupid son of a bitch, Chris. So now, being the year that we're in uh, presently, which I'm not gonna let you know what it is because uh, <laughs> I want this to be a timeless show, and that's all I'm gonna you say. You already about gave it. the clue. He uh, he wants. He's preparing to go back. He wants to go yeah. back, and he wants to uh, really get that, that worst version of the flesh-eating thing, and uh, then his life will be complete. Uh, yeah, the only reason he's not there now is because his doctor's telling him, you, you really need to recover before you even think about going back. His wife's basically laughing at him. Obviously, he needs to go back, but you know, his wife's laughing at him at this point, like, man, you just, you just 
you, you don't know when to quit, do you? You don't. You, you don't How really she have anybody still to stand with this back man, I haven't a clue. You know, now if you wanna if you wanna send some cameras and do some far away documenting yeah, of the right. excavations but and hey, stuff like let's that. Let's go right back to the place where I got that thing that eats the inside of my face. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Let's see if we can get the third version this time. Well, Chris, you know what? This may be our longest episode ever. But Yeah, but I, it was I think, fun. I think it was fun. I think it was entertaining. I think it was insightful. I think it was intelligent. Well, good. And you know what, Chris? I'm glad you liked it. Yeah. That's what? how fucking babies are made. Fuck yes, it is. A little Barry White. Oh, yeah, girl. Okay, this is the end of the grossest episode we've ever done. <laughs> so far. Wink, wink, wink. My name oh. has been and remains to be Jason Rambo. It has indeed. My name has and will remain for the time being Chris Barrios. And uh, just for everyone out there, uh, Barry White is my spirit animal. I just want everybody so to recognize. So fucking racist, Chris. No, man. So you can't call no. him an animal. He is the chocolate bear of love. He is. All right. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, God. You have just listened to another riveting episode of... See, no, hear, no, speak, no. UFOs, conspiracies, and murder. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, girl. Bye, everybody. Yes, you saw. Un, deux, trois, and... Peace.